Hello, my cosmic cuties, and welcome back to another episode of Intentional Living Podcast. If you are new here, hello, hi, welcome. My name is Judith Gill. I am an astrologer and a mindset coach, and I focus on primarily people of color, but most of these things can be applied to all people that have a brain. (laughs) I have a background in clinical psychology, although I'm not a practicing therapist, I am a mindset junkie and I would love to pour into you all all the goodies that I know. And so that's why this podcast exists because I want to be able to provide a free resource for all of my listeners and beyond of just some mindset growth tips um, while we're all going on our personal and self-development journeys. So that's why we're here. Today's episode is going to be a good one, in my opinion. I've wanted to talk about this for a while, but I like to do it either in Capricorn or Aquarius season because those two signs, I feel a they identify the most with what I'm going to talk about today. Even if they don't think that they identify, when I start describing it, they'll understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> so... But this isn't isolated to just Capricorns or Aquariuses. Anyways, let me get into the topic for today. Today's topic is about emotional immaturity. And before y'all start coming for me because I mentioned Capricorns and Aquariuses in terms of emotional immaturity, let me explain to you my definition of being emotionally immature. Emotional immaturity is truly the inability to find healthy coping mechanisms for negative emotion. And if you have a big three in Capricorn or a big three in Aquarius, I know that you know that you do this. (laughs) So what I mean by the inability to find healthy coping mechanisms for negative emotion is that typically three things happen. There's the getting over it, like the get over it, mentality. There's the ignoring it all together mentality. And then there's the emotional bypassing mentality. So like there is, you you bypass the actual emotion and you just navigate straight into a different emotion that feels easier to manage, that you can justify and that just feels more comfortable like anger. Anger is a lot easier for you to navigate um, for many people than say hurt or pain or sadness um, or loneliness. Like all of those things are much more difficult to manage than say anger. Um, And the inability to find healthy coping mechanisms is really the key here, right? Like healthy coping mechanisms. Overworking, like emotional emotional buffering that Capricorns love to do. They love to overwork so that they don't have to deal with their issues. Listen, hate the player, don't hate the game, okay? it That's what y'all do. <laughs> you overwork in order not to deal with it. You're telling yourself that you need to get over it. You need to sell, you tell yourself that you don't have time to think about this. And Aquarius says, because they're so smart, they tell themselves that feeling the negative emotion doesn't make any sense. They try to rationalize not feeling the negative emotion, that their resources, time, energy, whatever is better spent doing something else, that it's not logical to feel the negative emotion. 
But emotion is not logic. Emotion is bodily. Emotion is visceral. And the more you deviate from being present in your body, the more your body feels unsafe. So healthy coping mechanisms for negative emotion. That is what emotional immaturity means. The inability to do that. So I hope that we've been clear (laughs) on that because... I don't mean that you're immature or anything like that. I think that that is extremely important, right? Like the action or the thought, but not the feeling is emotional immaturity. The action of doing the thought of it not being important rather than just feeling the feeling, the rationalization or the bypassing of emotion. Yet, like we think about the action of the thought, but not the feeling. And yet trauma is the recanting of how someone's actions or thoughts made you feel. And yet, your actions and your thoughts are the way that you're trying to navigate not feeling trauma. You are, in fact, re-traumatizing yourself. Unconsciously, subconsciously, but that is part of being emotionally immature. And so being confronted with the parts of you you'd rather hide is never comfortable. And as human beings living a human experience, our brain wants us to be comfortable. We want to take the road less less bumpy, right? The one that's as smooth as possible. And so we will default to the things that make us feel comfortable like working or doing some sort of action or intellectualizing feeling or in your thoughts, right? None of which means feeling the actual feeling. And I just want to take this moment to say that even though the parts of you that you'd rather hide isn't comfortable, confronting the parts of you doesn't make you any less of someone who deserves anything, There is nothing you have or you don't have that makes you unworthy of love. And I'm going to say that again. There is nothing you have or don't have that makes you unworthy of love. So how do we get to this emotional maturity where we can have healthy coping mechanisms for negative emotion? And there are lots of steps for it. But the first one I would say is working through it. And by working through it, I mean acknowledging the feeling. This is the work you do with yourself. Nothing is lost from you being in the present. Feel it in the body. Like not wanting to cry is also saying you want to carry the weight of that energy in your body. So when people say, I don't want to cry. Yeah. And then the energy is not going to just go away. The energy is just going to transfer very viscerally in your body. You, You not wanting to cry is your, you telling your body, uh, figure out something else to do to, with me. So you're basically telling your body that you want to carry the weight of that energy in your body because energy is stored in the body. So s- acknowledge the feeling, sit with it, feel it in your body however it feels. That is really the first step because truly, you only feel truly a feeling for a couple of seconds. Everything after you feel the feeling is an action. So even the crying is just an exertion of energy, right? But when you feel something in your gut, when you feel something in your chest, you're not feeling it for hours. You're feeling it for a couple of seconds. And then that feeling makes you act on a particular way. 
And rather than you trying to tell your body not to act in a particular way, you should be making yourself feel safe. You should be making yourself acknowledge that, okay, what I'm recanting right now isn't actually my present. I acknowledge my body and thank my body for allowing me to express myself. We are not in danger. We are not presently hurt. But if you don't make yourself feel safe, you're never going to find safety and trust in anybody or in anything. Nothing is ever going to feel safe enough. Nothing is ever going to be secure enough. Emotional immaturity, again, is not a flex. You not being able to cry, you not being, you, you overworking through all your emotions, you intellectualizing your emotion, not a flex. Like, I just want to let y'all know that. So working with yourself and being present, top notch. Again, takes a couple seconds to feel the thing. And it may take more than once to feel the feeling, to kind of navigate through it. There's no harm in that. Again, it's a couple of seconds of your day. You spend more than that on Instagram. <laughs> I know I do. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you work with others, okay? Say it out loud to someone. Find safety in establishments or in community, right? The establishment, that's Capricorn. The community, that's Aquarius. Like, Say it out loud to one person. Say it out loud to a therapist. Say it out loud to a friend. Say it out loud to a stranger. Say it out loud to a microphone. I don't care what you do. Say it out loud to someone or something. Acknowledge it truly. Don't let it live in your brain or in your heart because that is not an expression. But once you start getting comfortable, and this is never really going to be comfortable, but once you start getting accustomed to expressing your emotions without making it mean that you're vulnerable or weak or whatever, without making it mean anything about your qualities as a human being, it is a lot easier to just feel the thing and then move through it. Mind you, I didn't say get over it. I said move through it. And moving, working through it and working with yourself and then working through it by working with others and work with others, these are the ways that you can start minimizing, dismissing the emotion. Uh, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to think something else. I'm going to show myself that it's not necessary to feel this thing. So I would recommend doing this kind of work because being used to dismissing and not focusing on being present with yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice. And what happens is because you're not used to navigating negative emotion, as you get older and you start re-traumatizing yourself even more, you have even less coping mechanisms because you never started with coping mechanisms to begin with, not healthy ones. That's one of the things I 100% recommend. And if you are the type of person that likes to take a lot of action, a way for you to become present with your body while also taking action is doing movement meditation. I know people sometimes don't like to sit still. There is such thing as movement meditation. You are physically with your body. You are physically also meditating, but you get to actually move. You get to actually see physical progress, which I know is really important for y'all. Being composed, it's great to be composed, but if you're a mess on the inside, it doesn't really matter that other people can't tell that you're going through something. It doesn't matter because you're going through something. And you stopping yourself from potentially finding support and community 
is you doing a disservice for yourself. Because honestly, the moments where I've been most raw with what I'm going through, I've been able to really lean on people that really have my back. And most of us are so focused on those who are going to quote unquote hate on us or quote unquote like like that we're going through stuff that we're missing the whole point of sharing. We're missing the whole point of confiding in someone. And I'm not saying you have to throw your trust around like it's nothing. No, but we all know one or two good people. We may not know them well. We may not know them off. You know, we may not speak to them often, but we know who they are and we know genuine people when we see it. And you don't have to put all your business everywhere, but you have to be mindful of your business and mindful in that you have to be mindful of the way you navigate the stuff that hurts. Although I am a mindset coach, although I'm an astrologer, so I know the navigation of energy, although I have a background in clinical psychology, I am not immune. I am still a human being, you know, and I go through my ebbs and flows and particularly my Saturn return, kick my ass. (laughs) So it kicked my behind. So I'm going to give you a couple of practices that I do to navigate or just healthy coping mechanisms that I do when I'm navigating negative emotion. And to be honest, this is pretty much going to be just the things that I'm telling you to do, but I'll give you concrete examples of what I do. So when I'm feeling something, the first thing I do is I try to tell somebody And why? Because I default to internalizing everything, okay? I am the type of person that I'm like, I'm strong enough to handle it on my own. It's a very Aries thing. But like, I can do it on my own. I can do this myself. Like, I don't need anybody's help. I got this. And I will just keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. And that's not healthy. You know, that's not healthy either. And so when I was noticing that these are the patterns that I had, I would then go ahead and I'm like, okay, so the first thing I need to do is get out of the comfort of thinking I need to do it on my own. And that's just an example of like step one of how you can start working with yourself. So the first thing you want to do is like really jot down what are the habits that you have when you're when you're trying to avoid or feeling a negative emotion? What are the things that you currently do, right? Don't make it mean anything. Just literally just jot it down because that is how I was able to know what I was doing so that I could stop the the vicious circle of unhealthy coping mechanisms. So that's what I would do. I would just think about it over and over and over again. And I would just say to myself, like, I got this. I can do it on my own. I don't need anyone, whatever. So the first thing I do is I tell somebody I trust. I tell, you know, my brother or I'll tell one of my cousins or I'll, you know, I'll even tell my mom, which I used to not do. And that's a whole other thing in itself. But like, I'll tell someone that I trust um, what I'm going through and what I'm feeling. Um, And then I'm able to like literally express what I'm feeling. And while I'm telling them, I allow myself to go through the full spectrum of whatever my body wants to do. Crying, screaming, sadness. I'll feel bad for myself. You know, whatever it is that I need to go through, I go through. And once I'm done saying it to them, I'll literally talk to myself out loud over and over. I allow myself to feel the feeling. I will cry, whatever. Like that's that's how I just navigate. 
That's how I navigate the emotion. I allow myself to feel however I feel. I don't tend to live in lows for too long. I am a Sag moon. I am a hopeful optimist. So I don't tend to like dip for too long. Um, Eventually I'm like, okay, what is it that I need in order to facilitate feeling the feeling, right? I'm not trying to get over the feeling. I'm trying to be a source of support for myself while I feel the feeling. If you think about it, think about it like when someone is going through grief or they've lost a loved one, you can't remove the grief from them. You're not even sure really that you want to because they deserve to feel how they feel, but you're supposed to be a source of support for them, right? Giving them what they need so that they're able to grieve in their own way and they're able to navigate that emotion a little more smoothly. And that's what you should be doing for yourself. Okay, so depending on whatever it is, sometimes I'll journal, sometimes I'll cry some more, sometimes I will disassociate. Uh, most of the times, I'm talking to my therapist about it, to be real with you. Um, I'm talking to my therapist, I am journaling, and I am meditating through the emotion. And then I like have recently started leaning on my spirituality again, where I'll talk to my my ancestors and my spirit guides and I'll navigate my spirituality to create guidance and a little bit more direction in my life where I feel like I've lost something or I've lost my way. And those are the ways that I navigate and find healthy coping mechanisms for myself. And I will say that it has significantly helped the way that I navigate and the way that just I react to negative emotion in general. So it is an endeavor I highly recommend. And usually, um, well, recently I've had a lot of astrology clients and all of them are also working on navigating their emotions. Um, and I do tailor my advice based on what I see. So if that's something that you are interested in, please feel free to book with me. Um, I'm here for you. I want to be able to help you. And like I said, like I'm also currently navigating this. And if you're also interested in like different things that I do, depending on different emotions, like let me know. I could maybe make a YouTube video on it or something, but I literally use all of the above. Sometimes I'll use crystals. Sometimes I'll use teas. Sometimes I'll say specific prayers. Sometimes like I do a ton of different stuff. So if you literally want to like actually see me do it, let me know. Like for real, let me know. Because I actually think that that would help a lot of you visual learners and I'm all for it. But yeah, that is emotional immaturity and working through emotion and negative emotion in a quickie. I would say. I know that it's not easy. I know that when we're going through healing journey or personal development or, you know, just in general trying to grow as a human being, um, we're often navigating difficult conversations and difficult emotions. No one is immune to it. No one is above it. And so we could use all the resources that we can get. And I hope to be a resource for you. But that is it for today. I'm trying to keep it short and sweet here. I love you all and I will talk to you soon. Bye.